Well, it is Maundy Thursday, and that means that this is the time every year where I Google, what does Maundy Thursday mean? It's the day where we remember the Last Supper and the preparation of the time that Jesus uh, had in the garden leading up to his arrest and his trial. A lot of the uh, traditions surrounding Holy Week actually stem from pilgrims in, in ancient times going to Jerusalem for the commemoration of Easter. And so a lot of the traditions that happen in, in more traditional churches that observe uh, the church calendar and Holy Week are based off of things that pilgrims would do in the time leading up to the celebration of Easter. We aren't that traditional, so like I said, I have to Google it every year to remind myself what it means. What I do know is that on the Thursday, the day before his crucifixion, that Jesus sent his disciples into Jerusalem and they prepared uh, a place to have the Passover meal together. And then they went into Jerusalem and while they were there, Judas, who was one of his 12 disciples, made arrangements to betray Jesus to his enemies. They sat together for the meal and they ate, you know, probably a very traditional Passover meal with lamb and with bread without yeast, a flat bread, yeast representing sin. And during that meal, Jesus took the bread and he broke it and he passed it. And he said, take and eat. This is my body that is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And they all ate together. And as they ate the lamb, which was representative of the sacrifice, Jesus, our sacrificial lamb, then he took a cup of wine and he passed it around and he said, take and drink. This is my blood that has been shed for you. Drink this in remembrance of me. And they all drank together. And in the same way, when we take communion together as Christians, we remember Jesus' suffering and his death just as he shared it with his 12 disciples. Then after that meal, they went out of the city into a garden place, the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jesus began to pray. And it was late and his disciples fell asleep. But he agonized in prayer to the point where he was sweating blood. And you can go read medical explanations of this, but this happens when there is such intense agony that blood vessels just below the skin start to burst. Maybe he was having a panic attack. Maybe he was having anxiety on a level that would cause that kind of physical trauma. Is it possible that Jesus vomited? That, his, that, that he, was, he was so excruciatingly in, in, in agony that, that the physical ramifications were just all over the place for him. And in the end, he said, not my will, Father, but your will be done. And when the guards came to arrest him, when Judas betrayed him and showed, hey, the, the person I kiss is the one that you're supposed to arrest, he went willingly. It's one of the great and interesting tensions in the scripture that Jesus was murdered at the hands of sinful people, and yet he was the willing sacrifice. And so as Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done, he went willingly with those guards. And over that Thursday night into Friday morning, he was illegally tried. He was beaten. He was spat upon. 
He was lied about. And he did this, his body broken, so that you and I could have deliverance from the death and destruction that our sins had brought us. And tomorrow we will reflect on Jesus' final hours before his crucifixion. And tomorrow night, Friday, Good Friday, at 7 p.m., we'll gather together and we will take the bread and the cup and we will proclaim the Lord's death and we will grieve for our Savior. We'll see you tomorrow, both online and in person, as we remember Good Friday.